Eve. Hey everyone, I'm Courtney Revolution. I'm Savannah Palacio, and welcome to The, the Homecoming, Homecoming Queens. Queens! Every Wednesday on The Homecoming Queens, we will have one of our friends from the reality TV universe so that we can find out what it's like when you come fresh off of a show and have everyone know your name. You can watch every episode of Homecoming Queens podcast on our new YouTube channel, Homecoming Queens podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know what the deal is. Shout out to y'all listeners slash viewers. Whoa, Courtney, you grew like four inches right now. Oh my now. God, my growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Today's guest is Gerald Smith from the Issa Rae produced reality show, Sweet Life Los Angeles. But first, you know me and Savannah have to have our little catch up. Kiki. Now, girl, what's going on? Well, Courtney, this weekend, we only went to the Netflix open house event. Um, how was that event for you? Girl, listen, any event that's uh, a $75 million mansion event um, is going to be the event for me. You know, there was an open bar. We had burgers that were pumped with Botox, cheese, um, all types of little small plates. All the girlies were there selling Sunset. Uh, Bling us. Empire. <laughs> Bling Empire. Too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. The Circle. The Circle. That's us, y'all. Uh, uh, selling OC. The new cast selling the was OC. there. I didn't get to meet a single one of the Selling the OC cast at all. So I didn't. I thought the same thing. I didn't know that I was talking to one of them oh. for a while. We were just like complimenting each other's outfits. You know, as girls do. Mm -hmm. She like stopped me. She was like, I really like your dress. I was like, I really like yours skirt oh. and we were like oh hey and I didn't know who she was we were mm. just talking and then I see photos on Getty Images and it says like her name and that she's from the cast I was like oh shoot I had no idea who I was talking to but she was very kind I'm Ooh. really excited for the show we together also got to meet Mauricio girl and we fangirled about Listen, it. Listen, <laughs> we, we literally had to take a moment first of all we love Real Housewives here um Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. For those of y'all that do not know, Mauricio is Kyle Richards' husband. Um, probably uh, one of the most recognizable Real Housewife husbands. Um, and he so, is like the Real Housewives daddy. Yeah. He's the daddy. He's our, our arguably, daddy. I'm sure fans have their favorite husbands. Mauricio's definitely in my top three. For sure. Um, for sure. Um, and so as we're in the lobby and we look up and there's Mauricio, it was like, oh my God. Um, and thankfully our picture and the, our place in our group photo was right at the top, right beside yes. Daddy Mauricio. And he turned around and he looked at me and I looked at him. <laughs> And I was like, I'm Savannah. And he said, I'm Mauricio. And he doesn't know this, but I was screaming on the inside. Me. I was like, I'm Savannah. You know, my inside, I was, was like, hi, Mauricio. Hi, Mauricio. Hi, I'm Courtney. Hi. And then Courtney was all excited. I'm like, Courtney, calm down. You're like, relax, relax. Said, hi, hi, hi. I'm like, Courtney, um, be cool, be cool. <laughs> so we were excited about that. And then later on in the evening, I met another young lady, right? Had no idea who she was, but she had a great outfit on. Her name is Sonica. And I Ooh. found out that she is on a new show on Netflix coming out. That is actually the show that Mauricio is on called Buying Beverly Hills. Ooh. Um, and I'm very excited about that. Which is crazy. Let's just talk about this really quick because mm -hmm. you and I are Real Housewives fans. Of course, we are a part of the Netflix family. Yes, Sorry, Bravo. But you didn't come with the coin quick enough. So we had to sign, sign a contract with Netflix. Okay. And it's crazy because I they clearly did the same thing to Mauricio. I mean, he's going from Bravo to Netflix. Isn't that kind of a crazy jump? Like when you think about TV? Um, I look at it as uh, Kyle and Mauricio have sort of like built this legacy on Bravo, but we know that streaming is the future. Yes. At least from where I sit, streaming is the future. So if not Bravo, why not Netflix? And Kyle, I'm sure, will stay on Bravo for the time being and Mauricio gets a Netflix bag. And yeah. the daughter, the, Alexia is on it. Yeah, both so of the, his daughters. They, they Alexia win. and Farah, right? Oh, his stepdaughter mm -hmm. uh, from Kyle's first marriage, right? Mm -hmm. um, still his child. Absolutely. Uh, and it was great seeing all three of them together. And Courtney and I, the entire night, were like, uh, why isn't Kyle here? We wanted to meet Kyle because we obviously love Mauricio. His daughters are just as beautiful. But 
Courtney and I were fangirling over Kyle. We thought she wasn't there. And again, we were looking at the Getty images the next day, and we and, saw she, she was, was there. there. I was shook to my core. So pissed. I couldn't say hi. Um, I also want to say one last thing. Um, I was very upset that, and this is my petty moment of the episode. I was very upset that there were these golden N centerpieces. <laughs> shut up. Golden N centerpieces on every table. Um, and I watched several of our good duties within the Netflix family take them home. But when I grabbed mine and put mine on the ground to take a picture with shoot be somebody came and snatched it and said that I could not have it. Who took my best friend's gold table centerpiece decoration? I'm just Who saying, took it? I'm a Netflix angel. I should have been able to go home with a heavy ass golden end. Period. I'm just saying. Okay. Y'all oh, y'all need to give me that. Y'all can invoice me that. I know they $700. As you can see, I tussled with the people over it for yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. $700. Um, yeah, y'all could invoice me for that. I need that. I'm amazed that you were so inebriated and you still managed to find one of those things. Absolutely. Inebriated and took several pictures and then went to the chapel uh, with yeah. my girl, Chriselle Stouse. Yes, ma'am. Oh, really? Yes, ma'am. Sure did. Okay. Yes, ma'am. We went and we was pop, pop, pop. They played that new Beyonce girl. Did Miss Chriselle change out of that gown and into she some low rise jeans? Sold it. Oh. Sold it. We was up at uh, Miss Chapel Groves and I turned around and the queen walked and I said, I oh, know you better sell us some sunsets real quick, Miss Michelle Stiles. And she said, let girl, me pop this pussy real quick. Girl, Beyonce <laughs> came on. I said, where's my girl, Michelle? I turned to my left. I turned to my right. Uh, Amanda was up on the furniture, bitch. And then Michelle came on over, bitch. And we fucked it up. Mm. Damn. They had to put us out, girl. Damn, that's crazy. I was at uh, Beauty and Essex having dinner. I went out, I went to Tao after. And ironically, it was an all white party and I was already wearing white, so it was great. But I brought my friend with me, Christina, uh, who was mm. wearing red. So she's like wearing red in this all white party. And, and then you know who I saw in who? at my table? Holly Scarfone. Who the fuck is that? From Twenty to Handle. Oh. She's she's I don't know. from Love You Down. She's from uh, the most recent season of Tuat to and Handle. And that explains why. Bless you, Love yeah. You Down. I did not complete that season. It's okay. Yeah. She she was super sweet. She was mm. really nice. I had seen her at the event, but you know as well as I do that at those events, there's so many people. Mm -hmm. There's like all this music. You're having these photo ops. You need to be here at a certain time, there at a certain time. The bar is open. The I mean, bar there's, is open. there's so so many things going on. Um, <laughs> and one more yes. time, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Never heard of her. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. You when I think of Tuat to Handle, I think of Harry, Jowsey, Chase, Chloe, and a few others. Shout out to Melinda. Um, yeah. But on the back of a milk carton, she's missing. Who's that? Uh, yeah. But she was nice. When I think of Tuat to Handle, yeah, I think about like Harry. Yeah. That's kind of the only person I think about. Now, you know you think about Chase. I never think about Chase. Bye. We love Chase. <laughs> what the fuck? Harry and Chloe. Why would I be thinking about Chase? Except the other day, I thought That's about Chase. Good Judy. I thought about Chase because he texted me and it was his birthday. But I'm not like yes. sitting in my bed fiddling my thumbs like, oh, what is no Chase doing? No one said that you right were. You <laughs> <laughs> just said you think I'm like I'm not thinking about Chase. Not like that. Viewer, listener, you know, you know what I meant. You know I'm just I'm saying meant. when it comes to, okay, I mean, I guess, yeah, when you think when about you think of the handle, show and the brand. Right, okay. Francesca, Harry, Chase, Melinda. It's yeah. not like eight of them I'm thinking about. Maybe like yeah. five or six, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show. I did meet that Jesus guy from Tuat to Handle from, um, I think it was the first season. Really tall. He wears the fur coats and keeps showing yes. up to our events. He keeps yes. showing up to the circle stuff. Yes. I remember we turned around and all I saw was like belly button. I was like, what? Who are you? Because he's so tall. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, hey, Jesus. I was like, you're Jesus, right? Clementine, he's please like, yeah. cut this shit at the Why? open house. Because yeah. I think, it, what do you mean? I looked up and I was like, hey, Jesus. Right. Like, hey, oh, Jesus. Hey. Yeah, he was like, hey. Yeah, I was like, you're Jesus, I turned right? around I was looking at a belly button. Because like, he's so tall. What the fuck is you talking about? He, okay, you know what? No, it's just the thought is funny. I wish I could see this man. Um, Y'all probably know him better than I do. Because he's so tall. He's huge. We're With his fur jacket. bar. Girl, it's they, summer are in LA. they are wasted, girl, at Miss Belmont at the Circle so Rap Party. And here you are in a hot ass fur coat. You not sweating, sis? Oh, he's sweating. Put yeah. that picture away. <laughs> Don't yeah. show me that, man. I feel like Wendy William. What was that? 
<laughs> and it, okay, I, you know what? I want to be nice. I and yes. I, I am very nice. But yes, so I, I met this Jesus man. I was like, oh my god, Jesus! What is this man's name? He was Not like, Jesus man. he was like Matthew. My okay. name is. He's like, I asked. Oh, that's obviously not your real name. What's your real name? He said mm. Matthew. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm Savannah. I was like, you were on Too Out to Handle. I remember. I obviously remember you. Mm. He was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, you were. He was like, I recognize you from the circle. I was like, oh yeah, whatever. We we're geeking, and then whatever. The night moves on. I end up leaving this man. We're at the bar, but he's like one of those guys that doesn't really know how big he is, you know? So like the poor man was just at the bar trying to get a drink, just like moi. Mm. And he was like, his, his elbow is like my eye level. This man is nearly going to put his elbow into my eye socket because he's just so large. Not an eye gouge moment. Like, hey, stop. Stop it. Because I'm just so little. The, <laughs> the stunts. The so, stunts. If um, you're not watching the podcast, you should go to our <laughs> new YouTube channel and watch uh, Savannah's uh, stunts. <laughs> he was very nice, but yes. dear God, learn your body. Learn your, and that's the lesson for today, y'all. Before we get into more things, learn your body. This is the only way I can plug this, but speaking mm -hmm. about bodies, mm -hmm. you know, something very serious did happen uh, for women and, mm -hmm. and for everyone else. I know like people don't come on our podcast to listen to us talk about political issues, but as mm -hmm. a woman and as a not a misogynistic person. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, Roe v. Wade obviously got uh, overturned this past week. It wasn't something that, you know, people really ever thought was going to happen or at mm. least something that was at stake. And, you know, we just want to let everyone know who's listening that, you know, we stand by all the women that are affected both in this state and everyone, everywhere else in the country. Mm. And, you know, there isn't much that, you know, we can do individually other than come together as a society and, you know, publicly say our stance. And so I think I speak for everyone at the Homecoming Queens podcast when I say that, you know, any woman affected or not affected is um, in our hearts and on our minds. Absolutely. We love you, women. Yeah. Bring them out. Bring them out. out. Why was I going to say that? <laughs> bring them out. Bring them out. Hey. It's so annoying. Okay. All right, you guys, we're super excited because life just got a little bit sweeter. And I'm sure our next guest has heard that a lot of times. Um, we're here with Gerald from Sweet Life Los Angeles. Welcome, Gerald. Hey, friends. Hi. Welcome, Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. You know what's crazy? I was actually... No, I wasn't homecoming king. I was prom king. I wasn't homecoming oh. king. I lost prom king and also was very shocked. And it's on DVD. Like our <laughs> high school put on our DVD? prom on a DVD and what, I lost. What year was this, prom. Cordy? 2010. Okay. I would love to see your face. I would. <sighs> Shout out to Vinny Simeone, um, <laughs> who snatched the crown from me. Ooh. <laughs> he kind of no. has a sexy name, Vinny Simeone. Vinny Simeone. I'm going to be nice. Shout out to the Poconos. Um, <laughs> hi, Gerald. Hey, Courtney. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Welcome home. This is Savannah. Savannah Hi, and I. nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. We just met today. We already have a ton of mutual friends. Yeah. So is it just an LA thing? Is Gerald's from here. I'm so from I'm here. from here. Yeah. I was like, I saw his shorts when I, when we first walked in, you know, me in the Laker gear. I was like, and they're corduroy. I was like, those are nice. Come the taste. Now. Yeah. The Courtney, fashion Courtney taste. knows I'd be styling. He knows. Honestly, nice. though, I honest, I am good for just a striped graphic tee moment. Chain, yeah. right? That's very much my aesthetic. Short chain graphic tee. Shout out to fashion. He's I've been a learning that man. I, I'm I, a very simple man. I've been learning I got to take a lot more risks now that I'm on TV. I, I like to step out of my comfort zone a lot. Plus, my girlfriend's a, I'm sorry, my fiance is a fashion designer. Ooh. Trying to learn the to train myself to say fiance instead of girlfriend. My fiance is a fashion designer, so I mm -hmm. gotta gotta make sure that I'm on her level. Yeah, you gotta times. keep up. You, you can't, have to match you can't her be fly. looking yeah. not cute standing right. next to her. I'm sure she goes out stunning. Right. Naturally, I'm a like a six, but when I put clothes on, I'm like a nine. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's a six, but he dresses well. Je That's what Je he just said. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to get into the juice right off the top. Gerald, can you tell our listeners? How do you know when you are ready to propose? Well, I feel like I'm a very unique case because Cheryl and I were dating for, for quite some time and I've known her for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like I've known for quite some time that like this person is going to be my partner for the rest of my life. It's just the whole process leading up to proposing the most stressful thing I've ever endured. Mm -hmm. um, getting those words out, 
there's there's a video of it somewhere, but like getting those words out, like I thought I had so much to say. And when I dropped down on one knee, I was like, oh shit, I have two sentences that I'll barely get out. And then I'm just going to ask you to marry me. Um, I think you, you know, once you, you really, you hit your stride with your person, like you, you, me and Cheryl are, or Cheryl and I have reached like that point in our relationship where we have like a cadence where like everything just comes naturally. Mm. She knows how I'm feeling most times. I know how she's feeling most times. And even if I don't like we, we can kind of sense what's wrong so that we can get into those conversations and, you know, shit just comes easy and mm-hmm. not saying that it will always come easy, but it, when it, it, it it's more easy than it is hard. Mm. How long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been together going on 10 years. Wow. Mm. How did you meet? Uh, we actually met in high school. We met. Oh. So her, you know, black people got cousins that ain't their cousins. Oh, so yes. her, her cousin, air quotes, is someone that I've known since I was in like kindergarten. Mm. Um, and fast forward to high school, obviously being from LA, you find your circle, you find your people. For sure. Mm. No pun intended. You find your circle. You yeah. find your people and you kind of just stick together. And I was at her birthday party in high school and uh, in comes my now fiance. I'm like, oh shit, like who, who's that over there? And you know, we met, we were friends. We, we tried things out, didn't really work out. Mm. You know, we were friends again. We, we started dating and you know, ups and downs, but we here now. And y'all never gave up. No. Oh. I'm persistent, bro. There's, there's one thing about me is I'm persistent. Persistence, Good. persistence yeah. breaks resistance. Persistence and patience. Yes. Top two Ps. Oh, that's so sweet. I appreciate you. Well, I think that makes you guys being together that much more special because you guys had your trials and tribulations. You, you know, prove that no relationship is perfect, but you know, you can get there with some hard work and time. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's sweet. I just wanted to talk about that, like right off, right off the top. Um, Gerald is engaged, and we are very, very, very happy yes. um, for him and Gerald. Yes. Congrats! Thank you so much. Where, do you have pl- like wedding plans? You know what? So no, I just got engaged a week and a half ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know it was so recent. No, no, no. no. Congratulations. It's, it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> that's no, exciting. Uh, Cheryl and I were just having this conversation because she was like, "Oh, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this?" And she looked and got mad at me because I was like, "Girl, like I just proposed to you like seven <laughs> days ago. Can I get my mind right?" And she was like, "You better start thinking about this. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you're not thinking about this." And so I, we, we we're in the process of like figuring out. What it is we want, because yeah. um, you know them sh- that shit is expensive. Too. Well, what do you, what do you, if in your perfect world, if you got to plan the wedding, every detail of it, which mm. probably it isn't going to happen, a movie. Mm. It has to be a movie. It has to be a movie. Because this is going to be hopefully your only wedding. Yeah, ever. I mean, so hopefully, you do it big. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. everyone's what first wedding is their only wedding, but um, it has to be a movie. Just like my personality, like I have a lot of friends, um, a lot of people who want to come to the wedding, people that I haven't <laughs> talked to in years that apparently want to come to our wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just, I love to have fun. I love to party and I, I want a bunch of people there. I want it to be the most memorable party ever. Uh-huh. The, the decor has to be over the top. Um, I got to have the flyest fucking suit on. Cheryl got to, she's going to design her own dress. So I love it. Yeah. I, I love the thought. That's good. It sounds like you've thought about it. Uh, I mean, this is, this is my person. Yeah. I you, I've, I've, I've put a little bit of thought into oh. it. Yeah. Well, I, I love that you bring up like, you know, how random people that you haven't talked to in a while yeah. reach out to you. Because I think the best way to combat that is to have a destination wedding. Mm. Because then you weed out the people that don't actually want to go to the wedding. They just want to know like what's happening mm-hmm. and have their nose in it. So, I mean, a destination wedding could be, you know, a good option for you. Yeah. I don't think we could do a destination wedding, though, oh. because we're so L.A. Oh, like, yeah. I feel that. It, it has to be. Well, because you're, yeah. you're from here yeah, and she's obviously from she's here. She's from here. And mm-hmm. your families are large. Oh, I uh, see. I see. I, see. I wouldn't say large, but you know, large enough to where it's like yeah. everybody's not really gonna yeah. want to or have the means to travel somewhere for a wedding. That makes sense. Just you know? get a small venue so not a lot of people can no, go. It's, it's gonna be a, a big venue. small <laughs> venue. You want it to be a movie, not he a Rugrats episode. It, it could be a movie. It could be a very nice movie <laughs> that could have a, movie. an intimate she movie. She said it could be yeah. a trailer. <laughs> it's giving trailer. Or, or you can invite all of LA. I mean, me and Courtney, we <laughs> look great when we're dressed up too. We are also sixes that look like nines when we get Savannah, ready. Savannah, who? First of all, who is catering all this food if it's just open invitation for all of LA? That's not my wedding. Oh, who's catering it? <laughs> Let us know. Um, <laughs> my family's Caribbean, so I feel like we got to have some sort of like Caribbean food, mm. you know. And you know, the people that don't rock with that are I guess the people that are gonna stay home. Bye, so, they yeah. lost. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. 
Gerald, um, for those that have not seen Sweet Life Los Angeles, can you give them the quick synopsis about what they're missing out on? Because y'all are missing out. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you already know um, she stands uh, that television program. But explain for that. Um, Sweet Life Los Angeles. First of all, shout out to Issa Rae mm. um, for, for giving us the platform. <laughs> shout out to all of my castmates for taking this journey with me. Um, Sweet Life LA is the story of a bunch of young black entrepreneurial individuals born and raised in LA, except for a few, um, just trying to navigate life relationships and figuring our shit out. And this not big, but like, you know, the, the big pond that is this city, like mm-hmm. there's a lot going on and it's, it's kind of tough sometimes to make sure that you're treading water or keeping your head above water amidst like trying to chase your dreams and, and everything that kind of the, the curveballs that life throws at you throughout that process. So that's, that's what it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's our journey figuring out life and we just so happen to be able to do it on TV. Wow, what a cool show. How did this even happen yeah. for you? Like- um, a fr- You know, they obviously with most shows, you, you do casting, mm-hmm. right? And they reached out to um, a friend of mine, Jordan, who's also on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, hey, we're looking for, you know, young, black, entrepreneurial, cool people. Jordan said, hey, I got the perfect person for this, um, that being me. And I, you know, did the little interview process. They're like, cool. Who else do you have around you in your life that you think is doing really cool shit or is on the verge of doing some really cool stuff that'd be great to see on TV? Mm. And I literally just, obviously Cheryl was the first person I suggested. Yeah. I can't do that without her. How could her, you but, not? Yeah. yeah. But like suggested all of my friends, like Kofi is my best friend as we've been friends since the third grade. Mm. PJ, um, my homie I've known for going on maybe seven years now, best friends with his cousin since the third grade. Mm. Um, Jordan, me and him have been best friends for a while. Thailand, I've known her since I was in high school. Um, oh, wow. So this is like a show you were actually able to do with your friends. Yeah. These we're literally, wow. yeah, we, I mean, you know, when you watch it, you'll see like if, Friends have their their mm-hmm. issues and differences, but like we're oh, of course. at its core, we're all friends. Like I think one of the best things about the show is it's so unhousewives. So like on housewives, you know, sometimes you get women that are just thrown together. Like yeah. oh, you live in the same city, you live a couple towns away, girl, be on camera. But y'all actually knew each other. No, yeah, and it very much shows. Yeah. Um, shout out to the show. Did you know it was an Issa Rae moment? when you started the casting process? Did they let you know that? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit? Yeah. I feel like uh, since I work in entertainment, mm-hmm. whenever I do like for myself entertainment stuff, everybody's like, oh, I can overshare because you understand the process and how this goes. And so I feel like, yeah, that was it was it was vaguely communicated. Like, oh, you said might be mm-hmm. a part of this in some sort of way, shape or form. And I was like, all right, that's cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, this sounds like some shit that I need to be a part of regardless. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. What was that like meeting her? Hmm? Did you get to meet her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's auntie. That's so auntie. What, what was it like, like uh, meeting her for the first time? She is exactly how she comes across on TV in person. Oh, mm-hmm. she's love the most, that. the most loving and funny and comical person. She, she jokes because uh, if you watch the show, Cheryl's like alter ego is C nasty. And whenever, <laughs> like one time uh, we pulled up on her and she greeted us, she was like, what's up C nasty? How you doing? And Cheryl was like, I'm doing good. And she was like, what's up with you Jay regular? And I was like, wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but not just like, but you Damn. know, like she's she's like she makes you feel comfortable in in all those spaces. Like she's a she's a person. She's That's a down awesome. to earth person. Yeah, which you know you don't get a lot of those like mega stars who've reached that level right mm. well that's awesome and you guys just got done filming season two mm. correct yes Ooh, that's exciting listen i'm ready to uh put my stand cap back on put it once on again, every episode y'all need to watch sweet life los angeles watch it <sighs> keep watching it we know you can't say too much but is there anything that everybody should maybe be expecting or um i mean for? listen i feel like what you got out of season one was a bunch of friends who got to go through this process together and experience it for the first time and understanding like how to be, how to come off as our authentic selves when being on a reality TV show Mm -hmm. is a task in itself. And I feel like you can expect a lot of us like still trying to figure out our shit in real life with some cameras there. Like Mm. the shit is tough at the end of the day, like going through all of this with your friends on camera, you can expect a lot of that, that real rap raw. Mm. Love that. Gerald, did you feel 
while you were filming the show and as the show was airing that maybe you had like a pressure or a responsibility to sort of like be a certain way because you knew that there would be the Twitter comments, the online criticisms, etc. I feel like I gave I was a little bit harder on myself than most other people, mm. like understanding some of the, the the back like the back end of the process. And I tried to remain as you know as true to myself but also like as not problematic as i could which you know people are going to take it however they want to take it you know at the end of the day mm. um, but i feel like i i for the most part was authentic to myself and in, in a lot of what we were filming mm. um and i felt like i had to because at the end of the day if, if, we're, if i'm myself on a show i don't want anybody to approach me in the street and be like oh you're such and such that does all the crazy shit and i'm like well, no, that's not me at all. Like, I'm kind of yeah. just like a, a chill guy yeah. who just enjoys spending time with his friends. Mm. Now, with Sweet Life, I was wondering, right? Y'all are putting your lives out there. How do you decide, like, okay, I want this on camera mm. versus I don't want this on camera? Because I don't want nobody to know nothing about me. I think that, you know, there, there's there's no decision process it's kind of like what you got going on right now. And and the benef the beauty of Sweet Life is that this is only just the beginning for all of us. Mm. Um, you know, hopefully there's more Sweet Life to come. But hopefully on top of that, there's other opportunities that, that come out of that. And you got to put everything that you're doing out there on Front Street because you never know mm. where your next opportunity is coming from because you – just so happened to talk about this one thing on there. Like, I don't, I don't think there's anything that, that, you know, we'd shy away from talking about and, and it's a decision process to put one thing on or the other. It's just like, you know, just remain true to what you got going on at the time. Mm. Savannah, what, what did you put on TV? I would want to keep my family mm. out of the cameras because I think like with respect, to them, I know that I'm comfortable living my life in front of a camera. I don't think that that has to be their normal if yeah. they don't want it to be their normal. Mm -hmm. It's like hard though when you're filming a show like that because it is about yeah. your life. So it's like your fam, you obviously have a family. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. I, my dad was in the first season. We had a mm. very great episode. The, the beauty of it though, the flip side, because my parents are very much like that. We're like, Get the, I don't want yeah. no cameras in my face. I don't want no cameras in my space. Mine too. My dad was in a scene with me in the first season where we talked about, you know, how I was thinking about moving in with Cheryl at the time, um, where me and her relationship was, what, you know, some some stuff that we had never really talked about in real life, like him being proud of me. Like yeah. obviously what it's it was always understood, but like we never had that conversation. And yeah. what I liked about first season of Sweet Life was that it forced us to have that conversation. Like mm. in order for the audience to understand who I am, my dad had to have that conversation with me on camera, which made our relationship that much stronger in, That's beautiful. in, in real life. And mm. you guys have it on camera. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> beautiful. So. I got him to cry on camera, so <laughs> I got that forever. I feel that, though. My dad, like, my dad refuses to have an iPhone. He didn't want to have an iPhone because he didn't want a camera Same. on his phone. I'm like, you're what? crazy. Who's coming after you? My dad is the only person in our family who still has an Android. Yeah. My, my dad has, a like, a Windows phone. I mean, but, my, yeah, my dad has an iPhone now because, like, we bought him one and he caved. But, <laughs> yeah, my dad doesn't like being in front of cameras or anything. So, yeah, I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Mm. Damn, that's crazy. I, I did realize when watching the show, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched like snippets that there wasn't a lot of drama in the show. And I know you mentioned that. What was you watching? No, I mean, there wasn't until the end. It was like, it was like going, but I feel like, I mean, you guys, you said that you guys are friends and you guys have your hiccups. Of course, every friend yeah. group does. Yeah. But I mean, was anything in your season maybe not as authentic as it could have been do you, was anything staged or no nothing nothing was staged cool. um i just feel like you know with any with any tv show you you have a time limit on yeah. on tv and mm. you know you sometimes don't get to see the full picture of how we got to this moment mm. but and and what's most important for the the viewers is the moment um, but you know, nothing was staged. Everything was us, us being ourselves. And unfortunately those were some points that we got to where we were having drama and spats in between friends that probably had never had any, any of these like weird moments before. Mm. Um, but no, nothing was staged. It's just like, you know, you don't always get to see yeah. how we got there. What I is don't, I don't think that there, there's anything unfortunate about that. I think like 
we just had two people on our podcast who had uh, bickered on TV as well. And I said to them, you know, it is obvious to me because I know both of them as such good friends that, of course, they're going to have their arguments right. there. You guys. When you're like so close to someone friend wise and you like you guys are like so close, like you're like siblings, mm. you're going to argue like family. Yeah. So, I mean, I think stuff like that just makes it that much more real. Yeah. Right. That much more raw. Like you said, I'm over here thinking because our situation, we were separated from mm -hmm. each other. Right. I'm like, you arguing with your friend and then the cameras go off and then then do what? you text that person like we good. Yeah. Like what happens after that? Like after some real life shit happens on the show and y'all take y'all mic packs off or what have you and y'all go home. Y'all don't text each other in the group chat like, all right, y'all, I know I cursed you out. Um, no. We cool, right? No. W with a show like this, I feel like there's there's no like, okay, we're going to do this and then we're mm. just going to be cool. Like, no. Like if we're, if those are real conversations that we're having, like real feelings wow. and you know, it it's not just something that you can just text and be like, okay, we're cool. Like, no, nah, we gotta whether the camera's on or the camera's off, mm -hmm. more conversations are going to have to be had to like actually figure that shit out. It's not, it's it's in no way like that. Mm. Right. I feel like for for me, I don't know about you, Courtney, but mm. like if I had a friend and we like were cool or something, and then they like, I don't know, if something real was happening on TV and I don't know, like I feel like I would still want to have conversations after the the cameras yeah, went off. Yeah. I would I would want to have more. Like, why are you having this conversation with me when cameras are around? Yeah, mm. we've had like twenty thousand opportunities. But to have that's a when you got to understand. Yeah, this is yeah. when you sign up for a TV right, show. Right, right. Like you, you're forced into this situation. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because it forces you to have mm -hmm. those uncomfortable conversations with your right. friends. Like I. I think that maybe this is just me getting older and in my lovey-dovey mode right now, but I've been, I, I was never somebody who ever cried. I cried on TV. Mm. I was never somebody who really ever got into it with my friends, but because, you know, stuff ended up happening, we, we were put in those situations where like, okay, we have to have a conversation about this. Otherwise it's going to be awkward. And, you know, it forced me to be more of a emotionally open person and more mm. of a, like I, I'm always conversational, but more like intentionally conversational person yeah. um, to where it's like, nah, we gotta, we gotta talk this shit out. Cause this is how I'm feeling. Mm. Whether the cameras are here or not, like cameras are here because this is what we're doing in our lives. This is who we are. But, you know, we, we got to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Jesus, that sounds intense. I'm like, keep my ass in the apartment with the door shut. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, you know, I ain't have to talk to nobody, bitch. <laughs> Jeez. I'm like, what if I don't want to talk sometimes? Gosh. Can girl, you already know that's... They said, girl, what, what's on your mind, babes? Yeah. Like, what's, what's going on, babes? Like, say, everything all right? Say a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to us one more time with more energy. No. Gerald, in your opinion, uh, what makes a good reality personality? You, you, you got to be a personality, first and foremost. You got to be somebody that's, that's comfortable in front of camera. Um, being able to talk about things and not worrying about the camera being there all the time. Mm. Um, Good reality TV personality. Somebody's having fun with it, man. Like, I feel like people watch reality TV to get an escape from their own lives. And not saying that everybody wants to see drama all the time, but like, you know, they got, they want to see somebody doing some shit that they might not necessarily be doing. It's where it's like, okay, this is inspiring. I want to go do that. Or this is so fun. Like, I love that for them. Or, you know, even the dramatic shit, like, oh my God, did you, did he really just say that? Like, I could never say that to one of my friends. So like, well, you know, one of us did, and this is what happened. So if you ever get in that situation, now you know maybe not how to handle it or, or how not to handle it, whatever it is. But that's, I feel like that's what makes a good reality TV personality. Uh, I think it depends on the show that they're on. Mm. I think mm. it, it depends on the reality TV you're talking about. But mm. I agree with his first point. You, have, you do have to have personality, regardless of whatever reality show you're on, whether it's either one of the shows that we did. Mm -hmm because they're both very different. I think you just have to have a big personality, something mm. that makes people want to watch you. Yeah. I did one of the shows that you guys did. Can I talk about really? that? Yeah. Okay, so picture this. It's the night before the circle, like the night before we're all flying out, right? Okay. I'm in my bedroom, getting my last couple of things together, and I turn on the Netflix, just to have on in the background, packing, 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 and I see floor is lava. <laughs> 
stuff. Why I put on Flora's Lava and watched Gerald on Flora's Lava, did the circle, and then came out, the circle came out, and then our friend Eddie was like, Stop. he was like, oh, I know Gerald. And I was like, wait, Gerald from Sweet Life, that's on Flora's Lava. No. Yeah. Wow, what a small world. Yeah, I know. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. That's it crazy. What was your Flora's Lava experience like? Yeah, wait, what That was the most on? fun. I, listen, what that was, was your a, room? What was your room? Uh, planetarium. Planetarium. It's with I the planets wa- and the spaceships. That's season one, though, right? The, I think no, I, I think watched that. Season two, too. I think. Yeah. I believe oh, okay. so. We didn't watch the whole season. Oh, okay. We watched that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched. I watched season <laughs> one though. Okay, I'm trying to remember. You. Season one, episode three is the okay. Mama's Boys. Me, um, my friend Jordan, who's also in Sweet Life. Mm-hmm. And I remember this. Our, my roommate from college, Luan. Um, that shit was the most that, like being on a show like that is like real bucket list. Type yeah, experience. yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally, yeah. literally. I was like, and I, I would love to to redeem myself because I died. That was that was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. Like if they ever decide they want to make like a Flores Lava water like theme park or some shit like that, Listen, I'm in there. I will be there. Like that that shit was so fun. That's a great idea, actually. Like a, so an experience fun. type thing. You know how mm-hmm. people do escape rooms, like a Flores Girl. Lava. Yeah, that's a great idea. Imagine like they should do that. Netflix is probably going to take that and be like, Netflix hey. will take that ne- and they Netflix. will not cut you your check with the Flores Lava. They're not going to cut no check. You already know I started Netflix Reality Universe, aka the NRU, and now. Ooh. We see it all the time. Ooh. <laughs> Netflix, run me my Gerald, our money. I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. For someone that wants to do reality, what is the kind of advice you would give them to do a good job versus just getting on the show? Because some people think job. that the job Unders- stops. Understand what you're getting yourself into. I feel like there's a <laughs> there's a moment in time where where you're like, oh, okay, like I feel like it'd be great to just have these cameras here and I'll just go about my life and do whatever. And it's like, nah. At the end of the day. You know, there's there's cameras there for a reason, and you're you're getting yourself into because you have something interesting to provide to viewers. You know, like like I said before, that's not always drama. Sometimes it's drama, but you you gotta be on. You gotta you gotta you gotta provide what the what the viewers want to see, and yep. you just gotta understand that that's what you're getting yourself into. Like, I I really feel like I met like my friend Kofi, who's also on Sweet Life, really manifested Sweet Life for us because when we were in college. We used to talk about all the time. He's like, damn, we're doing all this cool shit. Somebody should put us on a TV show. Mm. And when we got on a TV show, it was like, well, you know, fuck. Like, we can't just be doing the cool shit that we do because nobody understands why we're doing this mm. or how we got to do this or mm. what this even means for us. So, you know, you got you to gotta be able to, if you're feeling some type of way, you know, obviously they're going to see it on your face in camera, but you got to be able to describe how you're feeling and for someone else to understand how you're feeling and how you got to this point and what you want to do next and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a, it's literally like it's, it's a constant process of figuring yourself out. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how can you best tell your story? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel you. I think like going on TV really helped me. Uh, art, best articulate how I was feeling because mm-hmm. like prior to um, to going on a show and having to watch yourself I, fe- I feel like everyone acts different and then you see yourself after t- a TV show and you're like huh Mm. That's how I act. I thought that <laughs> I was gonna look like one of my own YouTube videos. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be so fun!" Blah blah. blah. They said, "No, you're a bitch." Yeah, same. <laughs> I was like, "They oh. said, no, you're actually extremely competitive," which I would never describe myself as ever in any galaxy. Really, um, ever. You I were, don't give a fuck about anything. You were probably <laughs> when I, I your your season of the circle was my favorite season of the circle. So That's what everyone know. says, yeah. and it's because of us. That. It's because yeah. of us. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney was so strategic <laughs> when I was watching it. I was he was like, so good. Were you not? You were like, yes, pick up the pieces, right. Courtney. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were like the Joker at one point. I was, and I, I was, was I was like, that was a that was a whole curveball that they threw in there. I love that. Loved was that. Good. But I was like, I was like, dang, like this 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 man is playing this game. Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I'm Florida, England, not to go home empty handed. He felt yeah, really awesome. strongly about a girl he had never really met, right? When you know, you know. When you know, <laughs> hey, you know. It's the tea. It's the tea. It's the tea. <laughs> I mean, and you weren't wrong. I was not wrong. You Look, we're, wrong. Here. we're Look here. Look at us. We're here. Look at us. I made the right decision, Look obviously. Thanks. Yeah. Still no cake baked yet. I'm, um, I'm, I'm pissed about it, actually. Haven't forgotten. Within the year. <laughs> How about that? Within the year. Before okay. this podcast Turns episode. one? Before this podcast turns one. Okay, fine. <laughs> Maybe we'll celebrate that I was going to say until the end of the year, because you said end of the year, but I'll give you until, I know you need more time. 
I'm always late. There's a cake that's supposed to be there? Yeah, on the show, I told Savannah if she offered me allegiance, I would bake her a cake in a poem. I don't remember that. It was all the way in the beginning. Okay. It was all okay. the way in the beginning, and then that's when thank, I filled everything yeah. to him. It really wasn't the cake that sold me, though. It was the 90s R&B. We were, I knew that was going to hook someone in. I said 2000s R&B, and I said T-Pain, and the internet dragged me. Gerald, what's the worst thing you've read about yourself online? Yeah. The worst thing that I've read about myself online, I've read that I have commitment issues, even though I've been dating my girlfriend, my fiance for quite some time um, because I didn't want to move in with her or wasn't ready to marry her. The internet said I had commitment issues. Um, <laughs> Wait, they said that you had commitment issues because you were dating a girl for over 10 years yeah. and you didn't want to move in with her? Yeah. Or you didn't, you were barely moving in with her? Yeah. But you guys had started dating when you were in high school. Listen, so that's that's what the so when we talk about you yeah. know you get reality TV and you see like me and Cheryl on TV talking about moving in together and mm -hmm. we've been together for ten years. Yeah. What you don't get is the backstory and understanding that we met in high school and mm -hmm. went through college and had to figure our own lives out, you know, professionally and you know become adults. Become adults. You know what I'm saying, like. People, I almost said the N word. I don't know if I can say the N word on this podcast. You can, you, you can, can say whatever you okay. want. Well, okay, I don't want to say it now because it's self-conscious. <laughs> but people, people, <laughs> you can be yourself here. People saw us and were like, "Oh, they've been together for nine years. They should be married by now." It's like the last fucking thing that I want to be is. 22 and married exactly. and broke yeah, and what? trying to figure life out. Like I'm at a point now where it's like my career is great. Obviously, Sweet Life is great. Me and Cheryl are great. It's like, okay, we, we can think about building a life together now. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's always right. been something that we talk about. But because you guys didn't see us talk about it on the, 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 the in the clips of the show, it's mm -hmm. like, dang, I got commitment issues. Damn, maybe you do got commitment issues, but d does your soon-to-be wife know that you have commitment issues? <laughs> I, I, baby, if you're watching this, I guess I got commitment <laughs> issues. Uh, to the people that uh, was tweeting that, we just want to say, shut the hell up. <laughs> um, yeah. Wh what about you, Savannah? What's the worst thing you ever read about yourself online? Um, uh, honestly, it's not really that bad. Just probably like people calling me a snake or, oh, calling me racist. That was the worst oh, one. That gotcha. was the worst one. I feel you. Because it was so untrue. Like, mm. am I a bitch? Yeah, I definitely could be. Am I a snake when I'm playing for $100,000? I probably definitely could be. You should, should be. be. Am I racist though? No. Not and it, it was like, I don't think that that was like the meanest, but it was definitely just the most untrue. Mm. And I think that's why it hurt me so much. Mine what was an anti-black misogynist. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously not anti-black. Yeah, what? Or Obviously misogynist. not misogynist. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're so anti-black. You are black. <laughs> I. To that we say, all three of us, shut the hell up. <laughs> um. It just really goes to show that like people who watch reality TV just have more hours in the day than we do, right? Yeah. I mean, I listen. It's at the end of the day, what I love is that they're watching it. And, mm -hmm. and I learned this from Cheryl because I learned, actually, I learned this from Issa. Like, I, I mm -hmm. really learned to have fun with, you know, some of the crazy shit that people are saying on Twitter. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, they watch the show. And so we, we got that that view. And I appreciate you guys for watching the show. Never mm -hmm. Somebody else said, like, oh, this is how you treat the, the fans of your show. I was like, I mean, this is how y'all treat me on the internet. Like, I'm thanking you for watching the show. But also, you got me fucked up at the same time. Like, I'm not just going to let you have me fucked up. Exactly. But I learned from you to just have fun with it. I've learned from Cheryl. Um, you know, none of what these people say on the internet matters. Um a no, and, and they could watch the show and not ha be rude in the comments, right? You can right. watch a show and choose not to go to someone's page and mm. not say something mean. Right. You could just say it up here. I got actual, like, hate comments. Really? After. I mean, because there were, when I guess, you know, you have viewers that take, like, different sides of people in, mm. in different situations. Mm -hmm. They get invested. You know, yeah. they get really invested, which is great. Like, I, I love that. Thank you for being invested in the show. But also understand, you know, these are issues between me and my friends. Um, we're going to hash them out in ways that we know how to hash them out or mm -hmm. going to figure out how to hash it out. I'm not trying to go back and forth with you on the Internet over some shit that you know nothing about, really. Say that one more time. What, how much do they know about it, Jerry? Yeah, say it louder for the people in the back. Settle. Nothing. Absolutely mm. zilch, nada. Y'all were not there, yeah. is what he said. Y'all yeah. were not there. So and you guys see like enjoy a, the show. This much of it. 
Always, yeah. always, always. But um, again, reiterating, thank you for watching. Just always be kind to people. Like it literally takes nothing out of your day to, to be nice to somebody. Like I, mm-hmm. one of my big storylines on season one was how I have like the worst anxiety ever. And, mm. you know, Flora's Lava was different because everybody was like, oh, I saw you and I saw you die and that shit was funny and it looks so fun. Sweet Life. You know, it was like, oh, my God, you guys are great. And then it was, oh, my God, how dare you do X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, damn, like, well, I wasn't really prepared for for all that. And I had to learn to to adjust to it in a lot of ways. Mm. Right. How do you take care of yourself mentally? Yeah, um, what do you do to stay sane? I'm a, a big sleeper. I, I love to take, I love a good nap. Um, I play basketball a lot because it, it really helps to clear my head. I played basketball in college. So, you know, it's mm. it's very natural for me. And I just, you know, I like hanging out with my friends because, mm. At the end of the day, you know, yeah. you find your people who understand you and that's that's what matters. And you, mm. you take on life with them. Oh, that's nice. That's I also nice. do like something athletic to blow off steam, but I go I like to during the winter season I like to go skiing. Oh. Cuz my phone doesn't work up there, so it's like nice cuz it's like sometimes you need that like break. Yeah. But basketball is good too. You I know? snowboard. Yes. Same. Ooh, nice. Yeah. 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 Mm. And yeah, the whole hanging out with your friends, you need, you, you yeah. need that. I remember when we were going through the circle, I was calling Courtney like every day, every yeah. morning. And he was like, are you good? Yeah. <laughs> or did you, are you alive? Yeah. You know? It would get to a point where I'd wake up and, um, Cheryl would wake up next to me and I'd be looking at Twitter and she'd be like, put that shit yeah. away. Yeah. She was like the, the only, the only way that that shit has power over you is if you continue to give it power over you. Um, and <sighs> I, t- listen, I love that girl, man. Yeah. yeah. She sounds amazing yeah. for you. She, you need she that. is the best, mm. the best. And it, mm. it's really good. I think it may, I, I know we just met, but you know, and I know I don't know her, but I feel really invested in this relationship already. <laughs> you don't take your ass home and watch this. But I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it fully through. Okay. But I'm, I just came here to say <laughs> that I think the whole experience of you two having to go through this and figure out your relationship, moving in together and, you know, you proposing and all of that um, and having to do all of it on camera just mm. makes you guys like that much stronger. Yeah, and, you know, absolutely. It's really beautiful because uh, a lot of relationships don't come out on the good side. And I, it looks like you guys are coming out on the good oh, side. This, there was no way that this relationship wasn't coming out. On oh, the good side. This, this was me too. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to no cry. What's <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, what's next for your ass? What's next for what me? To? What am I up to? I mean, shit, I'm, I'm working right now. So I work in entertainment. I work, I currently work for Will and Jada. Um, hey. their production oh, cool. Um, I do brand partnerships for them. Um, so continuing the, the good fight there, you know, doing all that stuff, but also trying to find partnerships for myself. Mm. You know, uh, I host a podcast called basketball adjacent talking about my life in and after sports. Um, everybody else that has careers adjacent to basketball and sports, because when I stopped playing basketball, basketball was all I had known for so long. I didn't really know how to pivot, how to transition, what to do next. And I found that there's a whole community of people who feel the same way Mm. and and need to know what's out there, you know, before they make some very life-changing steps of their own. Um, Working on a lot of really good brand partnerships for myself with some of my favorite brands, which is great. And, you know, getting into some scripted stuff. Nice. I was going to ask, you know, what other shows that are are out right now that you could possibly see yourself doing if you were to do any? Like reality? It doesn't matter. I mean, you've already done two very different ones. Would I do the challenge? That's always like my question. I don't know why, but would you do the challenge? Which one is the challenge? The, you cha- never been on the, ch- the one on MTV, Cheryl, on MTV, used to be real MTV is the challenge where they be jumping off the cliff and battling each other. Oh shit! It used to be real yeah. world back then. Oh. It was like the real world road rules challenge okay. back in the day. Okay. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. just the challenge. Maybe, challenge. maybe, yeah, maybe. You know what I really want to do? What the fucking Squid Game? I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I can see him. you on that. Yeah. I can see him on Rich, that. Rich, ring his phone. I really, ring I really, I really want to do that. That like I, I'm really into like that. Shit seems fun. Yeah. Four hundred people. That though. shit seems fun. Okay, and, but. What would you do with four point five six million dollars? Yeah, what would you do? The What's the first thing? First thing I do doing? is I buy a house for me and Cheryl. Oh, I love Period. that. I buy a house for me and Cheryl. Okay, second um, thing. I'd give some money to my parents. Mm. I'd pay off Cheryl's student loans. Mm. Oh, um, mine too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have any. <laughs> just a subtle flex. And then, uh, shit, I'd invest. A, mm. a good chunk of it, man, because Smart. you know you, your money got to make money. You can't just let it sit there. Yeah, um, I agree. I I would. I'm I'm really big on just like having fun and like doing really cool shit. That's why that's why I said Squid Game. I don't know if I couldn't really 
do another reality show because I've had so much fun doing Sweet Life with my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if I could go to another show with like some random people and and it be the same experience. They're going to put you in a house with a whole you know what I'm saying? Like, people you don't know. I don't, I don't what know. What friendship? I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like that, that new College Hill show on BET seems, seems fun. Uh, they're like Ray J and... NeNe and Drake. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Stacey Dash. That looks like so much fun. That, that seems like fun, like going back to school. College was some of the, the best times in my life. I was a mm. big nerd who was also an athlete. So like I moved very cool. freely throughout the campus. Um... Yeah, I mean, just anything fun, really. More sweet life. What 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 yeah. show do I want to do? More sweet, More sweet life. life. I yeah. want five seasons minimum of sweet yeah. life. You already know how I feel um, about y'all show. Um, well, I'm looking forward to all of it, girl. You can watch it in one afternoon. I, that's what he was telling me actually the watch other that day. Show in one afternoon, yeah. like, watch do some so laundry yeah. before you know it, girl. <laughs> this is the last. Are episode. you a big right. binger though? Like I am. I'm a, I'm a huge binger, but right now um, I was rewatching Avatar. Sometimes in between reality shows, if there's like a lot of drama, because there's you, I watch like uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills mm -hmm. and like Selling Sunset stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it's nice to just watch something wholesome. And like not real people on the screen. Mm. I don't know. For me, it's like I if you. I watch too much of the same, I get like tired of it. Burned out. I get you. Yeah. I'm mm. I'm very big. Like I I love binging TV. Like oh, yeah. I love a good show with a great plot, like comedy, drama, thriller. If it's if you give a good recommendation, I will finish it in a day. Damn. Are you like a documentary guy? I love watching like docu series. No, really, what? I love I love learning about cults. Is that is that weird? You know, you you and my girlfriend, my yeah. fiance, would get along yes. very well. She <sighs> loves like watching all that cult stuff, like the Scientology, the Scientology, yeah. the Leah stuff Remini. About, oh, like, I have to meet her now. And and she's been she's really big into like the nature docu series right now. Ooh, like, those are good. Prehistoric planet and shit. Like oh that. my god, yes, <laughs> I used to watch those. Those are so good. <laughs> Okay, like, don't knock see? them. Don't I'm knock them. Listen, I'm like, you know you enjoy store? them. You know when she puts it on, you're like watching. For the one thing, thing that she puts on that I really, I, I hate those prehistoric planet shows, stuff like that. The one she puts right. on that I really like and she got me hooked on was Sex in the City. Yeah, She's never seen that. Is it that good? <gasps> yes, you've never Not seen that. I've seen Sex in the City, but you've never seen Sex in the City. I'm too busy rewatching Real Housewives of Atlanta. Are you serious Every single day. I tell you? No. Sex in the City the series, the movies, hands down, one of the greatest TV series really? I've ever I've watched. only exclusively seen this is Don't Laugh, Carrie Diaries. I've mm. only seen that. Mm -mm. Only. I've mm -mm. never seen any of the sexes. This is the last episode of the podcast I've also ever. never seen The Notebook. Y'all could beat me with a stick now. You've never seen, I've seen or The Grease. Notebook. What is wrong? I've no. never seen Grease. I've never People seen People get Grease. real upset when they find out I've never seen Grease. Grease, whatever. Grease, anyway, Sex in the City is what the, the real moneymaker. Yeah. Really? Yes. Carrie so Bradshaw good. and them. Yeah. Literally, I will watch it over again with you. It's That's how much I love sex in this. I've rewatched it like two times already. Yeah. <laughs> you watched it two times? I, I have I have to say I've watched Sex and the City at least like 15 times. Really? really? Yeah. It's that good? Well, Cheryl Who's watches it like every day. Who's your favorite Sex in the City character? Uh, Samantha. Me too! Yeah. Oh my God! Samantha. <laughs> Samantha Samantha's is, the best. Yeah, she all, she all about uh, her sex, which is great. Yeah. It's, what's, what is Sex in the City without the sex? Yeah. Just um, the city and she, nobody wants to watch it because right, of that. Right. Huh. Yeah. No. Sarah Jessica Parker You them. would love Samantha. No, yeah. You would really? You would love yeah. Samantha. Bro, go watch go watch the show. Yeah, go watch the show. Absolutely, yeah. I gotta watch you Carrie Bradshaw on them. Yeah, because I want to talk to you about Sex in the City stuff now, but now I can't say anything because Courtney is here. I'm He's so, not gonna remember. My bad. He's not gonna yeah, remember yeah. at all. He's literally not. I wrong. well, I mean, this is <laughs> just some tea. But Sex in the City was re like doing like another movie, but um, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was in. Oh wait, no. They did just like that. It's mm -hmm. coming back. And just like that. It came back. The first no, no, season. no, no, yeah. no. Uh, Samantha. Samantha she's is like right now. No, she's not. No, yeah. She's Samantha, not Samantha she's, wasn't she's not in the coming new back. Show. Oh, yeah. I thought she said she was coming back. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. They they had like a feud. I think it had to do with money, how much people were getting paid, of course. I mean, in my business. And I mean, when you carry as much as she did, it's mm. kind of like, well. Oh, wow. It's like that Nev Campbell. How they not try to I feel like her, her to come back to screen. I'm, I mean, I don't know all the details, but I mean, she was really great. It was very evident that she yeah. was like. You you missed her presence in, in a lot of the new series. Like the new, oh. the new series was great. It was great. I, me and Cheryl watched it. <laughs> <laughs> the new series of Sex and the City was great. We had no issues with it. But like you really, as a, as a Samantha fan, you, you missed Samantha's presence in a mm. lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. All right. Shit. I love it. I need to watch Miss Carrie and the girls. Yeah. Samantha's like 
my idol. I love her. Listen, I support her. Yeah. And all her shenanigans, Samantha, whatever they may be. Samantha created the dick appointment. Oh. She created Really? It. She did. She's the originator. Well then. Yes. <laughs> Me and Samantha, we need to have a conversation. Now. Yeah, no, you would love it. I'm so glad that you're a Sex in the City fan. Yeah. That's awesome. You know what's great? Girls be so surprised when I tell them that I like Sex in the City. Yeah, because literally zero men, even the gays, you just... you. You it's just like don't know it's the female days. version of Entourage in my mind, and I oh, loved, really? I loved Entourage. I've never seen. Ooh, Entourage. I need to see oh Entourage. Oh my god! Everyone yeah. I know Courtney. loves the Entourage. Courtney, right. I just watch reality TV and bullshit all day. No. I swear. You Dramas are really good. I'm a big yeah. You know, I check out the little shows here and there, White Lotus and all of that. Okay, so you need Great to do show. Sex in the City tonight. I'll Girl, do let Entourage tonight. Let me check my calendar. Let me check my calendar. I might. Entourage. Oh, I I've heard a lot tonight. of good things about Entourage. Too. Entourage was great because it was it was like a pivotal moment in like that kind of breaking the fourth mm-hmm. wall of TV and real life because they had so many people appear as themselves. Oh, I love that. And you that. could see so much of yourself in like the characters and like Vinny and Turtle and what they were doing, like their whole come up. Like oh. it just felt like really authentic. Oh, mm. love that. Yeah. Oh my god, this is great. I'm like Entourage and Sex in the City. I got homework. Yeah. yeah. Also, have you watched Harlem on Amazon Prime? Oh, no. no. It's like the black version of Sex in the City. Really? Of. Yeah. Really? I think so. Ooh. It's a good comparison for me. Who's in that? Megan Good. I'm going to write this down. I literally have seen the show. You've seen the show? I literally have seen okay. the show. Okay. That, that Tyler end, Lefley. That ending. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot I watched that. That was really good, Gerald. Yeah. So watch Sex in the City. Okay. All right. Yeah. You will All enjoy right. Sex If it's like, hard, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, Megan Good did come back. Because I, I think I tweeted about it. I was like, Megan Good is back, bitch. Mm-hmm. I think I tweeted. Why is that always your reference for things? Because that's like, how I remember everything. <laughs> that's why I tweet so like When you tweet something. Yeah, I literally was in the club tweeting that Vanessa Carlton a thousand miles played because I didn't want to forget how I went the fuck off. And I did. And I'm here at work today. <laughs> Shout out to Chase. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Chase. <laughs> Happy birthday, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you for making it on time. Moderation. Everything in moderation. Everything. A little party, a little podcast. Work hard, play hard. <laughs> exactly. That's me. Yeah. Work hard, play hard, nap the hardest. Mm. Uh, well, Gerald would agree. I'm positive about that. Bible. At the end of every podcast episode, we like to play a little game mm. called Kiss, Mary, Avoid. So the three options we have for you are Brianna, Miami, and Kofi. I'd marry Kofi. <laughs> me, 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 me and Kofi are like the same person, and we 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 just we we would get along very very well. I'm very Perfect. I'm very comfortable with my masculinity too. So I'd I'd marry the bro. I can tell Period. you watch Sex in the City. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, all the men around should take notes. My my fiance bad. My my homies is cool. I'd I'd marry the bro. Mm. So I'd marry Kofi. I'd kiss Brianna, and I'd avoid Miami. Mm. All right, you heard okay. it here first. I just want to say, um, don't react. I just want to say, we need more Miami in season two of Sweet Life Los Angeles. I do not know if we're going to see her. Gerald has not told me anything, but as a fan of the show, I don't know. I just want to see more of her um, because, not a spoiler, she brought good mess. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Another thing, you talk about like being friends. I've known Miami since I was in. High school, like really? These are, wow. these are like these. The, everyone that you saw on the show, like these are all. They're your people. All my people. Mm. We're all. We're these are these. Like that's what I love about Sweet Life is I is us. That. It really is. It's us. real. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm. Me and my friends would be an absolute atrocity. <laughs> yes, I am. imagine my birthday table and we all like, had a show. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the drams. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. Oh Lord, Jesus Christ. I would. Probably marry Brie because I would always be moisturized. <laughs> um, right? That's one you'd of the be options. Buttered. You wouldn't be moisturized. You'd be buttered. I would be buttered. Buttered, buttered, buttered by, by Brie. Brie. Make sure y'all get more Go of that. Go cop some my, butter yes. by Brie, dog. That's my girl. Um, I would probably kiss Kofi just because I feel like he's funny. So I would kiss a funny guy. <laughs> and I would avoid Miami because she would drag me. I'd live for it. Um, but she would drag me and get me involved in good mess. Yes. But shout out to all three making requests. And uh, more buttered by Brie also. Loved her on season one. Yeah. Um, oh. More dates, more business opportunities for her, um, and more good outfits. What you, what you want to see out of me in season two? I'm, I'm curious. Gerald, you give. I give. You give. Okay. You just need to be yourself. Okay. I mm-hmm. just want more of 
certain aspects of the show. You okay. and Cheryl, to me, are like center peach holders. Mm. Making a Real Housewives <laughs> yeah. Um To me, but I wanted more something else from the others. I wanted okay. more Kofi, for sure. Mm. Reactions, mm. we need more of that. Mm. More Brie, period. I don't care if she goes on 50 flop dates. I want to see every flop date because I just enjoy seeing her date men <laughs> and like her commentary in the interviews. You get what I'm saying? Thailand, more events. More events. I want to see her business blow up even more because we're on season two now, so everything has to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and Jordan's doing like pop-ups all over, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Hopefully y'all are filming those. Um, we need more of that as well. Um, thank you. And I'll be watching regardless. He said, I only have a, a couple suggestions. <laughs> he went went through every single aspect of the show and said, uh, these, are, these are my cliff notes. I'm just saying. These are my thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed season one. I just... Okay, yeah, same. Absolutely same for me. <laughs> I think I would just, I'm just going to keep it all the same because Miami seems a little controversial and I don't know if I, that's like a tussle I want to get into girl, right now. Girl, she'll snatch your hand. Right? Uh, I believe she'll it. I'm like, I think this is all real. I think this is all <laughs> real. Uh, Gerald, thank you so much for coming by the podcast and being so cool, so fun to talk to and for opening yourself up. It was uh, great getting to know you yeah, today. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Hey, ask Courtney. I make best friends fast. We're best friends now. We're, we're we're basically gang. family. We're gang. We're cousins. Yeah, we're, we're cousins. I thought we were cousins. <laughs> <laughs> we're so stupid I'm on confused. this podcast. I thought we were cousins. <laughs> Gerald, where can they find your ass on social media? You can find me on all platforms at Gerald H. Timms at Smith Backwards. So Gerald, J-E-R-R-O-L-D-H-T-I-M-S. My socials, you guys know where you can find me in the club. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> at Sab Palacio, uh, anywhere online. You can find me at Court Revolution on TikTok and Twitter and Courtney Revolution on Instagram. And uh, make sure you follow the Homecoming Queens on social media as well. Homecoming Queens pod on TikTok and Instagram as well. We also have a new YouTube channel so you can watch every episode of the Homecoming Queens podcast on that YouTube channel, also titled Homecoming Queens podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know the deal. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Homecoming Queens is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive producer, Tracy Soren. Engineer, producer, and editor, Clementine Yost. Theme song by Will Pitts. Cover photo by Stephanie Sayas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Bowen. <laughs>